0: DJ Hello everyone and welcome back to What's the Soup with DJ Soups on BFF.FM. I am so excited for today's episode. You guys are going to be the first people to listen to my interview that I did with Blank. I... Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. I actually ended up being able to get an interview with Blank. Um, So yeah, that was like super exciting. Uh, I was... <laughs> I was totally caught off guard. I was, like, at work, and I just, like, had randomly checked my emails, and I literally... Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't even describe the feeling I got. But I'm so glad I was able to interview him. Um, I interviewed him before his show on Thursday, and then I also attended the show, so I will be talking about the show itself after the interview. Um, The interview isn't super long. It ended up only really being, like, well... I guess it was more of, like, an hour, but, like, it took us a while to find, like, a spot to, like, sit down and, like, record it. Um, so the interview's kind of short just because, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I hope you guys like it. I'm really excited to share it with you. Um, this will also be on my other podcast, but you guys are going to be the first to hear it because, uh, yeah, I needed to play something because I didn't do a very good job with my playlist this week. So you guys are going to hear my interview anywho yeah so okay yeah so after the interview I'll talk about like I'll talk more about like the interview itself and then like the show and yeah so I hope you guys like it and I'll let you guys listen alrighty everyone welcome I am very very excited for today's episode I'm here with the amazing Blank.
1: Hi, hey, hey, what's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to, to let me interview you. Yeah, of course. This is like, I'm so happy about it. Like, <laughs> I've been following your music for a while, so it's I so was really game. happy to get the email from Pat yeah. saying, let's do it. I was like, oh,
1: nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Sounds
0: I'm good. So yes. how uh-huh. did you get into DJing
1: and producing? Ooh, okay. It was a while ago, I got into DJing when I was about 17 and a half, one of my friends showed me this weird computer program that kind of was able to mix two songs together and I was like that's pretty cool and then we kind of like managed to make a little thing out of it, a little duo and I guess from there um, was kind of where I found uh, I guess my production inspirations like you know, Skrillex and Cascade and Deadmau5 and all that kind of stuff, I was exposed to them and I was like I'd love to learn how to make this kind of shit. Um, so I was able to, I don't know, kind of go from there and um, that was about ten years ago, nine years ago when I wow. started DJing and then production was like a, yeah, a year or so after that. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it's um, it's been a bit of a journey, but like that's kind of, I guess, how it started. I've been doing music for a while, um, it's always kind of been in my family one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was a drummer in a band and he was amazing and I, he taught me how to play guitar and do all that kind of stuff when I was like ten. So, it was always kind of there but um yeah I really fell into it a bit later on.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. So would you say like Cascade and Skrillex and Deadmau5 were like your inspiration to getting into like electronic music or Yeah,
1: I guess like my I was really into like metal bands and stuff like that when I was in oh, um right. yeah, so I was like I was, I still am like that's still kind of like my getaway from EDM but um I guess a, a Pendulum this like drum and bass band from yeah. Australia in Perth um they were my like, crossover because they were still bandy but they were like you know had the electronic thing going on mm-hmm. as well and so that was always kind of like the weird sort of um tipping point for me is like I really fell in love with them and then I found all these other guys because um, obviously uh sorry not obviously but um the head guy for um pendulum Rob Swire he was singing on like Dead 5s tracks and doing all that kind of thing so I was just like that, that was kind of my s- step forward into that world so yeah I guess um Dead Mouse was def- Dead Mouse and Cascade. I think more so were like definitely kind of like my original inspirations. In Dude, a that's sense. awesome.
0: Because I like when I first started getting into electronic music, I first started listening to like Dead Mouse too.
1: Yeah, I mean, so like, crazy. It's, it's just so infectious. and stuff's so good and timeless. I think is probably the road for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely timeless. So, growing up in Australia, like how was that? And then, did you also play like instruments as a kid?
1: Yeah, so growing up in Australia, I mean, it was, I'm from Canberra, so Canberra is the capital of Australia, and it's like, it was 350,000 people, 400,000 kind of thing, and so it was like a, a big, small town, so getting into music and DJing and stuff, uh, it was kind of like a, what was it, big fish in a small pond type thing, so it was it was easy enough to kind of get through the ranks in a, in a weird sense, like, it took a while to get your foot in the door and all that kind of jazz, but... Um, easy enough to kind of get noticed and then from there i was able to move to sydney um and then the where the music scene is obviously like a lot more more bigger um and so i could make certain moves going from there and meet a lot of new artists uh a lot of the touring artists from america that were coming through Mm because i was like playing sport for their shows found my manager there um and my agency and all that kind of stuff and then kind of just went, went along from there we have a really talented um set of producers in australia like it's just kind of constant which is really awesome mm. um you know like lots of knots and flumes and awesome wonderlands and all that kind of stuff so yeah. we have a really good environment down there um for music um lots of live music but yeah djs are doing really well down there at the moment too
0: so how would you compare so like what's the difference between australia's like electronic music scene and like here have you just noticed a difference or like what are like the main things that you've noticed that's like
1: um yeah i i've always sort of thought that I know he, like America has a like a really really strong culture for it. Um, you come here and you go to raves and everyone dresses up like the candy thing's huge. Yeah. A big thing. <laughs> like everyone, everyone lives and breathes it here. In Australia, it's um, and that's like EDM almost specifically. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Australia, I feel like it's a broader sense of music. So live music over there includes a lot of the indie bands, um, a lot of rappers, um, and like there's almost like a indie EDM kind of genre thing going on over there like you sort of crossover trap things like like I say Alice Wonderland and Flume and that's like that kind of feel to it so all of that kind of blends into one and it's a really really awesome um like it's it's definitely kind of we had our EDM phase with the Stereosonics and Future like Music Festival and stuff like that and those have kind of formed into um the I guess boutique festival so they started off was really kind of small and then we have grown up from there and they've all kind of incorporated all of these music genres into one um, and so that's that's a really cool thing about Australia is like we kind of yeah we have a broad sense of music whereas um, you have like we only have a certain amount of people to kind of go around and I think that's kind of why so I was like here you have millions and millions and millions of people they can so the pockets are a lot stronger whereas in Australia we kind of have a broader sense of it I think and that's how yeah we sort of our music I don't know gets around and stays alive over there
0: Awesome. Yeah. So, how did you come up with your DJ name? And then you also <laughs> had a project before blank. I
1: did, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's talk about the project before
1: blank. Okay. And then.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> my pro-
1: the project before was uh, a project called Lukey, and that was pretty much just um, a me trying to figure myself out. Um, that was when I. That was after I sort of, well, broke things off of me and my original kind of like the guy who got me into DJing. Uh, we had a little thing going and then I kind of branched off and started doing like club gigs and trying to figure out production and I guess like that, Luki was kind of like my thing of when I started to actually get into clubs and do my own thing Um, and I was producing like Big Room and like EDM and Melbourne Bounce and like kind of like grabbing onto whatever wave I could while I was still figuring out how to actually make this stuff so that was like, that was a good little journey Um, and then from there I started making stuff that I was kind of really proud of and um what i thought was more more me and from there that's when i started to get like my records signed and when that started happening um i was with like sort of found my manager i found my agency over there and we were like oh why don't we start like a a new project with this new music because it's obviously a little bit different and i was just like yeah sounds like a good idea because i already had that kind of thought and so we were trying to figure out a name for a while and um my agent was like why don't we why don't we do blank it's like yeah it's like why don't we do something because it's like a blank canvas um, we can't really think of anything at this point in time that like really fits it and like that kind of you know was a, was a cool name to fit it in there so yeah blank with an E made it a little bit different and um, we all decided that was like a, that was that was the move
0: that's awesome yeah. I love that story <laughs> that's so creative yeah. I love it so what has been like your most memorable performance
1: uh, that's always a really sort of hard one I mean there's been so many in this kind of growth period of however many years it's been is like you know there, there are certain points that obviously have kind of stuck out but every show that especially coming to, like, to America every show has been pretty special in its own way because it's a new it's a new area it's new people um the people over here get super into the shows like it's always a lot of fun so I mean there was one specifically in Australia at um this uh festival called Groove in the Moo and I was it was one of my first festivals I played there was nobody I was playing a tent like a thousand person tent sort of thing nobody in the tent before I was there and five minutes in I started playing my stuff and yeah within five ten minutes the whole fucking thing was like packed and I was everyone's like, this are is swarming. Insane. <laughs> so like that I still remember that feeling really vividly and that was definitely one of like the kind of points where I was like yeah this is this is definitely doing something this is really cool um I mean like obviously i played Red Rocks and stuff with one of my good friends um 1788L uh before Millennium and that was incredible so it's like you know um I've had definitely really cool spots but yeah I think those two are really, really good ones for awesome. sure but there's been so many in between that I can't really name people.
0: so what was your like I like made it moment
1: oh that's never gonna happen no no I don't reckon Three. that will what yeah it's um yeah I don't know if I, I I'm really not sure i mean coming here one of my first gigs was in hawaii one of my first um north american gigs and that was like that was incredible because that was like my first like big one stage outdoor festival thing it was me william black um and Elenium and that the the crowd i just remember the crowd being a little bit different to what it, like i'd been used to and it was like so engaged and from there I was just like fuck this is going to be this is going to be really cool I could see kind of the, what the journey was going to be like ahead if it was going to stay like that and it was just that that for me was a kind of like a yeah I think I'm doing the right thing here kind of moment so I mm-hmm. think that's probably what I put that down to but like yeah I don't know I mean even it's not just shows I guess it was like even the points along the way finding agents and finding people who believe in what you're doing mm-hmm. I think those are the kind of moments that make you go oh okay like maybe this isn't just like you know a little thing that's a hobby or whatever it's like people are starting to actually to kind of take notice especially even things like having like my little facebook group like blanks nobody's thing like there's like 1700 people in that and we started that like a year or so ago and it's all like community based like i don't do anything or that i didn't start it kind of thing and it's like them just kind of manifesting and like over the period of time creating their own personal jokes and like I don't know just having that little community for me is like one of the most rewarding things as well so that's kind of like you know, yeah like that's that's really cool
0: so did you always like want to be a dj and like is this what you pictured yourself doing
1: no i guess not i mean that really only came about when i was when i started DJing. i was like oh this could this could be a thing before it, i was doing a lot of sport um i was always kind of you know i was playing cricket doing state cricket when i was younger played soccer i was that like doing athletics i was like state long jumping, I ended up cycling, like track cycling, um, was doing that for state as well, like was aiming to go to the Olympics, doing that kind of stuff, and then, yeah, and then music kind of found its way in as well, like sort of after that, um, I was a barista for years, and I thought I was going to own a cafe and do that kind of thing, and in school I was like doing photography and graphic design, so it was just like, it was all these kind of different avenues that I, things that I really loved, they all were somewhat creative, I guess, Mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, but I think this is the one that kind of took hold after a while. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I used to be a barista too. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. I still
1: love it. I think it's the fucking greatest thing. Yeah. It's so much fun.
0: Um, so how did you feel playing your first, like, music festival? Um,
1: that- yeah, I mean, going back to what I was saying before, I think Grooven was, like, that was pretty much one of the first ones that I'd done. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely kind of stuck in my head uh, about, like, you know, it was... It's, a, it's always a different experience going from a club to like a festival mm-hmm. um, it's always more immense I suppose is the word like it's always kind of more room more people and it's just one of the best feelings to be able to play mm-hmm. to that kind of thing yeah so I guess yeah going back to Groven it was just one of the one of the better feelings for sure
0: yeah awesome so what would be like your dream festival to play at
1: I don't know about festival wise I mean obviously your Coachella's and like your EDC's like being able to I want to have, I want to be able to play those stages and be able to fill the place with people who know and love like my music and what I'm, what I'm doing. So Mm -hmm. wherever, wherever that is, I'll be happy to do it there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So how did you find your sound?
1: Um,
0: Like your blank sound?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's only really come around. Like for me, I feel like truly only recently, um, it's been a long kind of, I don't know, dig to try and figure out like what I really kind of love making Mm -hmm. and there's been genres and sounds over time that I've kind of like dabbled in and that kind of thing but I'm really starting to find like I really love melodic music and I really like heavy music like like the metal days like back when I was listening to music in my teens it was always like heavy metal bands that you could thrash to but you could like they also had these beautiful pieces that you know involved them like you know finger-picking guitar and doing that kind of thing and I was just like this Really pretty stuff along with this heavy stuff, so I've kind of like been been trying to make that in my own kind of way, and that's always been like a mission to try and figure that out. And I feel like I'm doing that more so better recently now, um, and that's kind of coming out in the music that I'm putting out at the moment, and will come out over twenty twenty. So it's like this kind of melodic slash heavy thing amalgamation of the two, trying to figure out how to make it work. But I think I'm starting to get that out. So yeah.
0: Is there an album possibly coming out in twenty twenty? Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah, twenty no, twelve. We don't have uh, don't have an album, but there's a couple of uh, bigger pieces of work that I'm that I'm working on that I want to really showcase what I'm about. So it's like a lot of original music over yeah. this year um, and solid bits of work that I'm really proud of and can't wait to get out. Yeah. Awesome. So, do you have like a
0: favorite song of
1: yours? I get asked this question a bit. <laughs> I. Yes. It's not released yet though. Oh
0: dang. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: <laughs> um, my fa- I, yeah, I didn't, I don't know my favorite release track. I really loved for a while there was destiny. Um, I really loved what I made for that, for the beginning. And I was really, I hung onto that pretty um, protectively for a while. Mm-hmm. And then one seven, eight, eight came along and we decided we could work on that together. And then it came to be what it is. And I think that was one of the first times where it was like this really kind of, um, euphoric sounding track mixed with the heavy thing which is what I was kind of trying to do mm-hmm. and I was like this is fucking fantastic <laughs> this is what I'm after yeah so I, that was that was definitely a favorite track of mine for a while awesome um, yeah
0: so let's talk about tour life you've yes. toured around Australia like so many times Yep. and all over the place uh-huh. so how how is tour life do you like tour life what
1: are yeah there are pros and cons to it yeah for pros sure. and cons um, I, I really enjoy it um, in the sense that I love I love going to new places and I love the people that I meet mm-hmm. Um, I'm always really surprised by how lovely everyone is Um, I don't know why it's still surprising but like it's really cool to go to these places and play for people that you know even new people and they come up to you afterwards and go I have no idea who you are but like that was really cool and I'm going to go like following music now and I'm like mm-hmm. that's always really rewarding and like really gratifying um, so touring for me is, is that and that's really good there are obviously the crappy parts about it like the airports and getting up early and like lots of kind of responsibilities which I like still haven't figured out how to be an adult yet so it's like <laughs> it's that okay. makes I things hard I think we're all still
0: learning <laughs>
1: <I think laughs> And actually grows up but yeah. Um, yeah so I mean that's that's forced me to become more responsible in my adult life anyway so I, I, I think that's probably a good thing <laughs> Let's be honest. So, um, that's all, that's all been good. I mean, like I'm on a bus tour at the moment and it's only been a week with Black Tiger Sex Machine and it's been, it's been a hell of an experience in the fact that I didn't think it'd be the, what it is. Like we're a lot more, um, tame than I thought it was going to be. We're eating really well. We've gone to the gym every like other day type thing. Like we we're, we're doing really well with that kind of thing and all the crowds have been great. So... That's yeah, I, I couldn't have asked for a better tour in this sense. Yeah. Australia was really cool because Australia is like a lot more kind of spread out in terms of um cities, so therefore we have like one or two shows that we go to on the weekends and that's kind of it, so it's not like too laborious um in terms of like travel. Uh but since moved to America it's definitely been like a lot more full on. Um downsides I guess I really want to garden. <laughs> and that <laughs> that makes it really difficult to be away all the time. Uh-huh. Um, i had one in sydney and that was really that was good it was really cathartic to be able to like grow things uh-huh. and, you know i'm really into that kind of thing um so i don't have that in la just yet but i will i <laughs> will figure it out yeah. i'll figure it out one day but um it's things like that anything that like requires like kind of a long you to be there a lot is um like having a dog that yeah. kind of thing isn't really an option right now so but that's i feel like that you know we'll be able to figure it out over time so yeah it's not the end of the world <laughs>
0: So how do you prepare for shows? Do you have like a pre-show ritual?
1: Oh, no, I don't actually anymore. Interesting. I know. Yeah, I, I know some people who like, you know, they sit in the corner and can't talk to them for like 20 minutes before the set and all that kind of thing. Um, I've never really been that kind of person. Uh, I do still get nervous before some of the shows. Um, I don't know what triggers it and it's really confusing sometimes you go oh my god like I'm fucking like sweating like what's going on um and I you know sometimes you just need to have like a beverage to like calm that down but I yeah because I don't I don't drink or do any of that anymore now that touring's getting a lot more hectic so and that's that's helped um but um yeah no no crazy like rituals these days anyway I have morning rituals but I don't have anything before (laughs) I don't have anything before my set as such anymore
0: awesome um So what are some challenges you've faced in the music industry and, like, how did you
1: overcome them? Mm. I've been really blessed in the fact that I haven't come across, like, off the top of my head, anything that's, like, I mean, yeah, I haven't come across any challenges that stick in my head, which I suppose is a really good thing. I have a really good manager. Um, Pat's fantastic at keeping me on the ball, and he's always, always on the ball himself, and that makes my life so easy in terms of like being able to let me concentrate on what I need to do um and so I suppose in that sense like we've we've had to deal with things like um like he has to deal with all sorts of different things on on the daily but he doesn't like stress me out about it too much so I can kind of keep level um we had we had to do things like get our visa to come here and do all that kind of thing and that obviously took like six month period and that was like always difficult but I think yeah it's it's just having a really good team around you like I've got a really good team back home with like the label and stuff and he's been really good and now we have an agency here and so yeah I mean like having a good team I think is like the best way to make sure that you can get on top and stay on top and do all that yeah. kind of thing um yeah yeah I think that's, that's probably the way I'd say it for the music industry for sure
0: awesome do you have any advice for any aspiring artists
1: um, yeah, I mean the most cliche thing is to just don't give up, I think is one of the things. Um I've been doing this for a while and the amount of like amount of times you can go, Oh, this is probably getting a bit too much um and stopping. Yeah, I and me not doing that has obviously brought me here, so it's like being kind of physically in that, you know, bit of advice is is what I'd sort of say. So yeah, don't don't stop doing what you're doing. Um when you're early on, I guess just Focus on like one thing at a time, take one step at a time. Uh, When you're making music, focus on doing a lot of music, focus on finishing writing, don't like, it's a kind of a weird contradictory thing, but like quality over quantity is probably what I'd say. Um, Do a lot, finish a lot, because each time you finish something, you learn from what you did and what like, the mistakes you made. So again, don't be afraid to make mistakes, cliche, but it's very fucking true make as many mistakes as you can because then you go oh yeah true that's probably what I should you know not do or we'll learn from next time and the other thing is work with as many people as you can because you learn a lot from other people it's one thing I didn't do a lot early on but um, once I started doing it once I started collaborating once I started getting in the studio with people it's daunting like working with other people it's weird especially being creative because it's a very vulnerable kind of state to be in um, so learning how to overcome that will reward you quite a lot um, because you just learn about what other people do, whether you like it, whether you don't like it, um, just different techniques, lots of different things. So yeah, that's probably what I say. Wow. Mm.
0: That's some good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually take some stuff from that yes, too. Yes, life, life <laughs> advice from JP. Well, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to talk to me. I very, very much appreciate it. Yeah, of you course. You been... So awesome. I'm so glad I had the chance to do this.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm and, glad we did it. It was fun. Yeah. We're, out, we're sitting down in the park. Like, I know it's so nice. Looking at the sunset. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is exactly how I'd want to little you go. So yeah, thank yeah. you. It was awesome. Yeah, and I
0: look forward to seeing your show later. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Here we come. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Blank. I know it was a tad short, but I feel like it went really well. (laughs) I hope you guys liked it. Um, Let me know who you want me to try to reach out to next in an interview. I was just thinking about that right now, and I think I might have someone I want to contact. But we shall see. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I have to look into it and see who I want to try to interview. Um yeah. So, I hope you guys liked it. Um and oh yeah, so the show. Okay. So, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so that show, oh my god. That was such a freaking good ass show. Vampa freaking killed it. I absolutely love Vampa. She is so talented. She has such a great on stage presence and she just like really knows how to throw down and she's super super talented. Like I've always talked about her and I've always talked about how like I really like her. Um, I love her music. I think she's like I said I think she's super talented. Um, And then seeing her on stage again was just so amazing especially we were like super close up which was cool because I saw her at Lost Lands And that, oh, my God, she freaking threw down. She's so good. Um, Yeah, so I really like Vampa. She did a great job. She threw in her originals, and she did so many different mixes. It was great. And then Blank's set was so good. I have absolutely nothing bad to say. Like, he freaking threw down. His set had a good pace. It went hard, but he also threw in some sad boy. It was great. I absolutely love Blank. I think he's very, very talented. And I'm very glad I was able to get the chance to interview him. Um, And then BTSM. Oh, that was like... I was not expecting that. I was definitely not expecting that show. Like, holy crap. That was such an insane show. Like, I just like... I don't even know. It... it's really hard to describe it but I was basically just like mind blown so they opened up with like kind of like a little like video playing off of like their <clears throat> like album cover I don't know how to describe it but it was really cool and their set really kind of <laughs> told a story they oh my, when they played zombie I of course went Freaking crazy like I did at Lost Lands. Because <laughs> that's my favorite song. And I play it all the time on this show. Um, yeah. So, BTSM was really good. It was a really, really good show. I'm really glad I ended up going. Because I almost didn't even end up going. Because it was on a Thursday. Which is kind of annoying. Um, which a lot of shows tend to be on Thursdays. And it just, like, sucks. Because I always have to work the next day. So... I ended up just grinning and bearing it and I was basically dying the next day on Friday. But it's fine. It was totally worth it. Also, Berkeley has some dank ass vegan restaurants. So, yeah. If you're ever in the Berkeley area, you should look for, I don't know, vegan restaurants because they're good. We ate at, I don't even remember what it was called the it was called like the butcher's son it was like super good i was like shocked that it was all vegan so i was like wow mm, that's cool um but yeah super good super good show bts de- bts de- oh my god i'm <laughs> getting tongue-tied it has been clearly a long day btsm was amazing blank was amazing and vampa was absolutely amazing um so yeah I have a, I have, my playlist is pretty, uh, there's been a good amount of songs that recently came out, so I'm going to be playing those, and, yeah, I don't really have too much to say, um, I hope you guys like the interview. (laughs) tweet at me at dj soups follow me on instagram at dj underscore soups let me know who you want me to interview next or at least try to interview next um because yeah i can't promise it's gonna happen but i can try it does not hurt to try so yes now on to the music
3: Mind. And you don't have to listen carefully. I'll tell you a thousand times Anything you feel put it all on me All of your thoughts I want everything and when you get sad like you do sometimes put it all on
0: Everyone, and you have been listening to What's the Soup with DJ soups on bff.fm Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, this next song is actually a new Porter Robinson song that just came out. It is called Get Your Wish, and it is very good, and everyone is flipping. Their minds about how Porter Robinson is coming back and that he apparently has a whole album planned for us. So this is the first new single he has released in a very long time. So everyone's getting very excited and very pumped about it. I am looking forward to what Porter Robinson puts out because he is very creative, and I know we all love him. You can't not like Porter Robinson. I know, I I mean, yes, he is sad boy, but he is very talented. You cannot deny that, and I have seen him live a bunch of times, and he's really good. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do not listen to him 24-7, but I will listen to him. I do I do appreciate him as an artist. Um, As with everyone I talk about, pretty much, because who the freak am I to say? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, anyway. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. I'm very sorry, you guys. It has been a very long day. People were yelling at me all day today, and I'm exhausted. I should really record these beforehand. Well, I am. anyway I'm gonna shut up now before I say anything else stupid okay
2: Let
3: Get to brighter days, you don't have to feel okay. Called luck. And it is going to run out. You do what I say when I say it.
0: everyone you have been listening to what's the soup on bff.fm i am your host dj soups did i already say that (laughs) anywho thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode i hope you guys are enjoying it please follow me on instagram at dj underscore soup And, yeah, you can stay updated with everything that I'm doing on there. Yeah. (laughs) So that last song was a new song by Level Up. She is super talented. I really like her. She's currently on tour with Subtronic's um level up super good she was at lost lands she yeah she's super good (laughs) i really like her um but it's kind of weird that a lot of her stuff is on spotify she puts out a lot of mixes which is super cool um she's a really good dj she started mixing i think she's originally from i want to say she's originally from new york and she started mixing and like scratching with like vinyl so that's pretty freaking cool because that's not easy yeah so i hope you guys are enjoying the show because i'm enjoying doing it for you playing it whatever hosting <laughs> whatever anywho back to the music
4: Torture, crime, crime, poverty, torture, crime, corruption. Poverty, torture, crime, crime Poverty, torture, death,
2: destruction. crime, crime. Poverty, torture, on corruption Poverty, torture, crime, crime. Poverty, torture, crime, corruption. Poverty, torture, crime, crime. Death destruction. Poverty, 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 poverty. Death Set phases to start. Back to one, Captain.
4: So review. chronic
2: You
3: are the one who left me with nothing Stuck in my head, no, I don't know what it Tell me you mean it, baby, be honest I'ma be bleeding, girl, that's a promise You are the one who left me with nothing Stuck in my head, no, I don't know it Tell me
0: have been listening to What's the Soup with DJ Soups on BFF.FM. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Follow me on Instagram at DJ underscore Soups. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Soups. I'm mostly on Instagram, so follow me there. Yay! Okay. I hope you guys liked this week's episode. I know it was kind of all over the place, but... Yeah, I, I've just been like super tired and everything's finally catching up to me and I am stressed and dying. So, anywho, <laughs> have a fab week and I will talk to you guys next time. DJ